Woohoo! We are live! Happy new moon, happy new moon, happy new moon, happy Diwali to my Guyanese people, happy uh, Festival of Lights, happy a lot of really positive, incredible energy that is happening. Today we have a really exciting show for you because I have not only one Spiritpreneur Sacred Bombshell, but we are going to have two with us and so this is really amazing so first of all welcome to spiritpreneur school where Thank spirited you. entrepreneurs connect that is the voice of asia hello asia <laughs> hi everybody hi aviola thank you for having me and shanda will be with us shortly Shanda will be with us shortly. So let me just tell you guys a little bit about the show and introduce the Girlfriend Manifesto. So Spiritpreneur School is where spirited entrepreneurs connect. I am your headmistress, Abiola Abrams from sacredbombshell.com. The cool thing is that we have more than one headmistress in the house tonight. Well, today, this afternoon, <laughs> wherever you are. And this episode of Spiritpreneur School is sponsored by the Spiritpreneur Success Blueprint, which you can download at ownyourbombshell.com. The Spiritpreneur Success Blueprint outlines 108 things every business bombshell needs to do to succeed online. It's a 26-page book and a checklist to help you to answer your calling, find your voice, step into your purpose, and make yourself a Spiritpreneur Success. It has a $49 value, and you can find that at ownyourbombshell.com. This episode is also sponsored by an, a free mini ebook called The Girlfriend's Guide to Adventure. And if you're really good and you continue to listen, our guests today are going to tell you how to receive it. So I'm going to tell you about The Girlfriend Manifesto and Aisha and Shanda, who are our guides through the world of uh, being an exceptional friend and girlfriend. And then we're going to see what they have to say about the magic that they're making in the world. So first of all, the duo has been solid since their art school days back in 99, before the turn of the century. And it has been a grand love affair of friendship and magic making ever since. Now they are on a joint mission to bring adventure back into women's lives through their site, thegirlfriendmanifesto.com. Aisha, who is also the creator of the app, Conscious Creator, which is amazing. Aisha <laughs> uh, has created a radical life for herself based on her empowering beliefs about consciousness, love, creativity, adventure, and spirit. She is the headmistress, creator, and one half of the Girlfriend Manifesto, an empowering space for women online via coaching and programs and in-person retreats and Girlfriend Weekends. She also uses her design and creative talents to work with brands to create a soulful presence online and in print. Shanda is a New York City-based plus-sized model who is on the rise. She has embraced her bravery, her determination, and she is indeed a risk taker. Having been labeled the rebel of her family, I think that most of us who are watching this probably are in some way, shape, or form. Well, my whole family's oddballs and spiritpreneurs, so. <laughs> but Shanda, she doesn't follow the rules of marching to the same drummer just like everyone else and she never has she also uses her illustration 
and creative talents to work with individuals on growing their dreams and brands. So Aisha, welcome. Thank again. you so much. That was so nice to hear. <laughs> Very exciting to have you here, Aisha. I am so excited and proud of the magic you're making. You just heard my intro of you. Who is Aisha? Who is Shanda? Who Who is the girlfriend manifesto? I guess I'll start with me and maybe Shanda can chime in when she gets here, but I am a girl that's always believed in magic and we were having a conversation about this a little earlier. So it has made me a little different from my friends but it's also made me who I am. I've always believed that I can do anything that I desire. And yeah, I mean, magic is a huge part of my life. Yes, 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 yes. Beautiful. And Shanda has just joined us. Hello, beautiful Shanda. So Shanda, I did an introduction of you, a professional intro. Can you tell us who the woman is behind the bio? Uh-oh, Shanda, can you hear us? I don't think she can hear me. Uh-oh. All right, so let's see. Okay, so you know what? Aisha, give us a breakdown of what the Girlfriend Manifesto is, how it started, and what was how was it conceived. And while you do that, I'm going to uh, to chat with Shanda in the, the chat and see if okay. we can talk a bit. Yeah. So the Girlfriend Manifesto actually came to me as a name first, and the name came because of my real desire to connect with women, to be in a vulnerable space, to um, really just set aside some time to be with my girlfriends. I always felt so healed after being with them, and so the name came to me, and we started meeting in a little creative space that I had a few years ago. We called it the Girlfriend Manifesto. I made invitations, little mix CDs. I really got into it because I wanted to make it such a special space. And it started out as just a monthly meeting. And we did, we actually did a fundraiser for a friend who was going through an adoption. And we did some other adventures. And when we were ready to take it to the next step, me and Shanda started having this conversation about really what kind of space we wanted to create for women, an empowering space, and how we wanted to do it, and how we wanted the blog to look. And we had been talking about doing this for about 10 years, so the fact that we finally did it and it's under the name Girlfriend Manifesto and we both have this sisterhood that's so tight, it all just kind of made sense and fell into place. Ah, okay, all right, lovely. So, Shanda, you, we, we talked about the fact that you are kind of a rebel in your family and in your life. What has it meant for you to be one half of the Girlfriend Manifesto? Now, I'm not able to hear her. Are you able to hear her? No. I think, I think you're still muted, Shan. Let's see. Everyone, just hang with us. We're just figuring this out. <laughs> it's all good. Let's see. Let me send her a text that says, try unmuting yourself. Shanda, if you can hear me, unmute yourself. Oh no, we're unable to hear her. She's saying it's showing that she is unmuted. Okay, so let me just check on my side of things and just see. 
if it's showing that she is unmuted on the control panel. And it's showing her as unmuted. Let me just do a test. Mute. Okay, there's mute. There's unmute. Shanda, hover your mouse on the top middle of your screen. See if there's a little, the mute icon up there, and just click that. It's showing unmuted. Let me just try turning your volume up and see how that works. Shanda, can you talk a bit? Oh, no, we can't hear you. Shanda, do you have an iPhone? Give me a thumbs up if you have an iPhone. Okay, go to your iPhone. Um, see if you can get in through the Google Hangout app. Click on the same link in the email. Go, download the, um, the Google Hangout app and join us through that. And in the meanwhile, we're going to chat it up with Asia, and then um, we'll chat it up with you in a bit, okay? All right. So, all right. So, Asia, so walk me through the process of setting it up, like literally what you did, because I know that a lot of the women and men in our audience want to set up a site. You know, people have the idea that, you know, it's, it's such a, an amazing time that we live in where people feel like, okay, that I have this idea and I want to build a tribe. What did you do? Like, because it, it, people make it so big in their heads that it stops them from getting started. Yeah, I mean, I think the desire that drove me was in place for a long time, but luckily I had the skills to execute it, so it was easy for me to create a website. But if that's not in your skill set, there is someone you know that's within, you know, 10 degrees or whatever people you know that you can look to. There's websites like Fiverr. There's definite ways that you can get your message out there. Some people just know how to manage a Facebook page, and that's a good way. But I have um, a design background, so I was able to design our website and design our social media presence. So that part was, the hardest part for me was acting on my desire because there was some fear surrounding that. So once I just finally said, okay, I'm stepping into this, I'm going to do it, the next parts unfolded really nicely. We're going to come back and talk about that fear because that is a big piece of the puzzle. You know, the yeah. self-sabotage when that fear steps in. And like I said, that we use a lot of reasons in order to hold us back from doing what we came to do. I would love right now for us to turn to your Conscious Creator app that you created. Let's okay. talk about that because that is a pretty exciting uh, development and I'm glad that you created it. Like I was telling you that I'm doing like all of this work that's coming out around manifesting and to mm. me I don't have to be the creator of everything. Like it's it's amazing for me to be able to say to people when they say, "Oh, Abiola, that's cool. Is there an app for that? Do you have an app?" And I can yeah. say, "Well, no, but my girl Aisha, she's got the conscious creator <laughs> app. You should check that out. Talk about it." Yeah, so for me, this idea had been bubbling around in my head for a long time, and this year was really a year of me just taking action, taking fast action. So I had been thinking about it for a while, and it all sort of was serendipitous. I started following a designer who was on Instagram. He started posting stuff that I thought was amazing. The conversation happened, and then it all unfolded. But behind that, manifestation is one of the biggest questions I get. My my life and my beliefs have created this sort of magic that follows me around and so that's one of the biggest questions I get is like how do you do that? How do you win this? How are you going there? How are you talking to Abiola right now? And I think once you you start to believe things just start to fall in line and so Conscious Creator was my answer to that question. I get asked 
and sometimes the answer I don't think is as magical as people want it to be, but the app is simple. I'll show a little a screenshot of it or yes. just up on my um, and the biggest secret that I can give about manifestation is consistency. It's consistency of holding a thought. It's consistency in your actions every day. And so what I really wanted to do with Conscious Creator was to bring about all of the things I do in my daily life. And so before the app, I was using my iPhone to record little messages to myself about, about where I wanted to be or where I was going. And I would then set an alarm to play that message back. And I was like, oh, you know, there's got to be a better way. And so basically all my tips, all my tricks, all my magic has been put into this app. And I'm really, really proud of it. Now, Aisha, let's take it step by step because, you know, people who are listening are at all points in their journey. And this question about manifestation, I get a lot. And so that's why I have programs coming out about manifestation and abundance and, you know, all of that. But someone may be watching and say, I don't know what manifestation even is. Please yeah. define manifesting and define what is a conscious creator. Let's, let's take it baby steps. So let's start with conscious creator. A conscious creator is someone who understands that they create every aspect of their life. And if they believed they did, what's possible? So if you actually believe that my thoughts are creating my life, what actions would I then be taking? And I like to describe manifestation is it's kind of it's an energy, but it's it's like attracts like. And so in the simplest form, if you're a positive person, if you keep positive people around you, that's what you're going to experience the majority of in your life. And if you're, you know, you're kind of, you know, you've seen people that are like Debbie dump trucks and they're always upset about something and they always have something to be upset about. And I'm always grateful, so I always have something to be grateful for. So it's this energy, if you want to call it God, if you want to call it source, if you want to call it goddess, it is in all of us and it's working at all times. It's not just when you realize that you're a conscious creator, you're always creating life. And so my big question that fueled this was, if you knew that every moment was creating your life, would you waste a second not creating? And when you, ha when you bring consciousness into the picture, then you start to be really razor sharp and you start to point that energy exactly where you want it and you start to draw things to you and so that's that's the magic of being a conscious creator it's you've brought your awareness to something that is already going on wonderful wonderful description and especially because you know you pointed out that people often say well I can't do that and the fact is that you already are now yeah. I know that you know a long time ago um, in our in our recent distant history <laughs> recent distant history there was the movie The Secret that you know a lot of people watched and then they felt like they were discouraged because they didn't you know they felt like oh well I, I want a car or I want a whatever and they felt like that they were unable to manifest it and so they were like oh the law of attraction this doesn't work this doesn't work I'm not a conscious creator and they kind of threw out the baby with the bathwater. can you speak a bit to that Asia? Well I think that the secret was a great introduction to this principle that is so vast and so some people got it and they got it right away and they took off with it and some people got it and then they tried to move like a big stone in their life they tried to manifest the thing that they hold the the most vibration actually to not having into their life so most of us have a wound around money we have a, a wound around what's possible and we think that it's vibrationally different to manifest 
a penny than it is $10,000 or the man of your dreams or whatever. And so those, you know, those areas, I, won't, I don't want to call them gray areas, but it, does, it takes just a little bit more understanding about what's going on because, yes, it's responding to your thoughts, but it's almost responding more to your subconscious beliefs than it is what you might be saying. So when you get those two things in line, your life just takes off and there's no way that you can deny that the law of attraction works. But it does take a little bit more. I think it was a great introduction and there's just so much more to learn about, about energy and how it works. Yes, well said, well said. So Shanda, we are talking about being a deliberate creator in your life and making things happen, uh, the power of alignment and raising your vibration. Is there anything that you'd like to share about this point specifically? Um, I know for myself, uh, just with the Girlfriend Manifesto, and to kind of go back, uh, it kind of goes back to your first question to me. Um, the Girlfriend Manifesto has been a big tool in my life, um, just like we are you know, trying to help others and um, it's, it's helped me in my life as far as manifesting uh, different things and remembering to stay positive and just to keep everything in line and in order for myself in order to, to manifest. And Asia's been a great mentor for me because I've seen how things, all of these things have worked in her life. And, you know, she's like, I don't know, she's like gold because I can look at her and I can see that it works. You know, it's like. I, she's a, a, a great, um, uh, just a great inspiration, and the girl from Manifesto has helped me a lot with that. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that because a lot of women, you know, I've heard from a lot of women like, oh my gosh, you, like, for example, like I co-produce um, a lot of my video content with my best friend, and they say, how do you work with her, you know, working with women sucks, or don't, how do you all get along, and all of that kind of thing. Can you talk about you two as the creators of this positive space for women, and how it is to literally create something with another person? Okay. Um, because of how long we've known each other and our friendship, we just have a strong bond and a strong friendship. So we we, we literally can we literally know each other and we literally can feel like each other's energy. Like especially Aisha at this point in her life, she knows when I'm not you know in my best mood or, or anything. So creating the girlfriend manifesto, it kind of was just like. I don't know, it just it was just like a puzzle just came together. And um, it has we have had our, our times, our moments, you know, like any anything that's growing does, but um, nothing that was uh, just terrible to where oh my god, I can't work with you. You know, it was like I looked forward to speaking to her um, during our weekly meetings and I look I still ask her for opinions and tips and you know, like how can I do this? You know, what can help me? Like she's Every every month, every day, every week, I know that I can go to her and still grow within this journey together, and I can ask her anything. And I don't feel I don't feel um, small or feel quote unquote stupid if it's something that I feel like I should know. I, I feel comfortable going to her and asking her like, "Hey, could you help me with this?" Because she's so talented. We both are talented in our own respect, but. I know I can go to her and ask her anything, and, and she's more than willing to teach me and to, to, you know, be right there with me and walk me through it. So that's why I think we've worked so well together, because we trust each other, and we're like sisters. 
I think that that's important. I think that also when you're creating something together, the fact that you don't, you may have similarities, but you don't necessarily bring the same exact thing to the table. Yeah. I think also an important part of it. Aisha, you look like you had something to add. To yeah, that. I think there's two really important words, and it's know thyself. And I have had business partnerships with a friend where if I had really been thinking about it, I would have thought, well, maybe this isn't the best. And so I will say that it has been a journey for me to get to a partnership like the one me and Shanda have because we let our toughest moments propel us instead of bring us down. So it's not that they don't happen, it's just that we have such a open, honest relationship that it, that it helps what we're trying to do with the Girlfriend Manifesto grow even more. And so it really takes going into something like this thinking about it like a partnership or a marriage and talking to someone like you would your beloved and giving them space and time because there are we do have similarities but we bring totally different things to the table which means different communication styles and different strengths and different weaknesses and really that's the best part about having a partnership is that where I'm weak she's strong and where she's strong you know maybe it's not my point but we can go to each other for those those differences I think well said because it, it is a challenge and I would urge anyone who is considering going into business with, with anyone to think about it as like a marriage that it's not that you know in the beginning like I would be like oh I love this friend we have fun let's go and let's start this together and then you get into it you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah so I think that you know what you're both saying is also the power of communication mm. um, which is really cool because you're creating a safe space for women fr women's uh, friendships yeah. and I hear a lot of women who are you know over age 30 you know over age 40 saying that they want friendship but now their friends have grown apart or they're in different places or they moved or one has children and one doesn't and they don't know now where to have adult friendships. Is that something that the Girlfriend Manifesto will help to foster? Definitely. We love the idea of connecting like-minded people at any stage and any phase of their lives. And one of the things that we really were thinking about when doing this is that there's so many negative images of women friendships out there, whether it be like reality TV or just, you know, how somehow women have been pitted against women for men and for jobs and careers. So even if you're trying to be a positive, uplifting woman, there's a lot of things that are telling you otherwise. And so that was definitely one of the things we were thinking about was creating this safe space for women at all different ages and all different phases in their lives. Now, and, go ahead. <laughs> um, and I was going to say, I think it also helps us um, the Girlfriend Manifesto helps people be more comfortable with, with who they are and being able to open up and say what they feel, like not holding back. And that's, I think, one thing that Aisha and I have grown to um, to learn within our relationship is like, okay, I don't want to hurt her feelings or I don't want to get mad, but hey, this has to be brought up, you know? Like we have to speak on it. And we did cross that um, cross that uh, particular um, situation before where we just had to sit down look, we need to talk, you know, like, and and I think with the Girlfriend Manifesto, with the things that we portray and we encourage, it's to be yourself, open up, it's okay to say how you feel, and, you know, and I think that that goes a long way because you're able to have adult conversations with adults, like, you don't have to hold back. If you have a question or if you, I mean, of course, respectfully, but, um, and that's where I think with our, um, the different things that we encourage and our adventures that are coming up uh, next year, um, it's just getting people more comfortable with, with 
talking to others, um, being able to talk to their friends and their family, and yeah. <laughs> well said. Well said. I want to encourage people who are watching that you can ask questions if you're watching this live via the blue Q&A box on the um, on your viewing page. You can put your questions in for Asia and Shanda. Uh, about the girlfriend manifesto, about manifesting, about life in general, or about being an artist in that blue Q and A box. So, Shanda, <laughs> let me ask you: You guys met in art school. Tell me a bit about your careers, specifically as artists, um, going to art school. What your career is as an artist, and what the two of you each create. Okay. Um, uh, we met at the Art Institute of Atlanta. Um, and as far as myself, I've been uh, blessed to work as an illustrator um, for, I've done work as far as like on um, just different different opportunities in the entertainment industry with designers and so forth. And so for with uh, the girl from Manifesto, and then Aisha, she's a photographer as well as a graphic designer and a manifester, just all, all these <laughs> beautiful person. And um, together, we're able to put our creative um, talents and ideas that um, manifest uh, the Girlfriend Manifesto. And we're able to give back. And um, I've, myself, I, um, I just, I just, I've grown, I've um, been painting the art, the art side of me, is, it, that's been a part of me since I was a child. So I paint, illustrate, do different things like that. So that's the artist, Shandart. Shanda Art, <laughs> that makes me happy because I have a special place in my heart for, you know, my fellow artists who pursue it and do it. Both my sister and I um, have our MFAs from Vermont School of Fine Arts. I went to art school as well, and so it's a little known secret, you know, but so I think that there is, to me, like you create the honey of the world and the way that you are able to create commerce with it. That's, you know, so I think that that's an important part of the conversation. Is your work as, are you both illustrators or are you? I do graphic design. I don't draw very much. Uh, my dad actually is really talented. Uh, he can draw very well, as can Shanda. So when I need that like actual hand-drawn element, I can go to her, but I work primarily in di the digital realm. Ah, okay. So your, your work as professional artists on that side of things is not connected. It's the girlfriend manifesto that's your, you don't have, you don't co-own like a de design or illustration. No, or we like just use the skills that we have to infuse them into this, this movement that we're doing. Beautiful, beautiful. So what is your, your advice for making a living as an artist? I think, and we were talking about this a little bit, Shanda, before you got on the line, but it is moving through your fear of whatever it is, of the old saying that artists are starving, that they don't make money. It's moving past all of that and, and getting yourself in a position to where you're ready to basically form a habit around how am I going to create my art? How am I going to get it out into the world? And you're ready to stay, take steps. Once you do that, you're going to see all of these corresponding pieces coming in to help you. So you might meet someone who might be like, hey, I know a guy that needs exactly what you're doing. And you were too afraid to even put yourself out there. So I think so. there's so much magic in movement. So once you get to the point that you want to do it, there are business classes available. There's Spiritpreneur School. There's so many resources that are going to help you 
once you finally make the decision. I think that is the biggest hurdle that most people face is talking themselves out of something and not even giving yourself the time to shine or do what you really love or share your gift that's inside you. Yeah, and I've learned also that um, one of the things I've learned recently is just if you have ideas, put it out there. You never know who's willing to pay for your service. You know, we always think, oh, well, someone else is doing it or someone else is doing it, but they may not be, they may not do it like you, you know, and how you do it may be the one person that will pay for that service or pay for that um, that large painting, you know, that some, yeah, it's just like there's, there's always room for someone else, um, someone else's ideas, and there's always other people out there that are willing to pay for it, even when you think that, you know, oh, I just don't, I, you know, I don't have... Uh, the talent to, to really do that or put it out there um, or the business sense and like Asia said there's classes there's there's so many resources for us to become entrepreneurs or spiritualpreneurs yes yes indeed and I like to give people actionable steps that they feel like they can come away from this and and take away so if they are you know a visual artist and they're watching this and they say well okay I'm I'm, I'm you know, leaping over my fear, I'm stepping into my courage. They say, you know, okay, Shanda said, put myself out there. Now what? How do they find clients? How do you recommend that they go about that? For me, what makes something real, and I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, so I've tried, I've done a lot of things, put it that way. So it's real for me when I have a business card and I'm having a conversation with you and I say, here's what I do. It's real when I start to talk about it. It's real when I'm not too afraid to tell someone what I'm doing and so I think a very real step is is writing things down and or getting a business card presenting yourself as if you're exactly where you want to be and you, you know you might that might be scary you might be afraid but to me that's what I do when I'm really ready to do this thing or I'll I'll put out a flyer so I have to go do that meetup I'll put you know I'll put something out into the physical world that is going to require me to honor my commitment and to take the next step. Yes. Letting go of the fear. I know for myself it took me a long time to call myself an artist, even though I've been painting forever. And I know the issue is, no, you're an artist. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it took me a while to, to, to get to that step. And you just have to let go of the fear and own it, you know, like she said. And sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it, like they say. So... Indeed, indeed. Now, you, Shanda, are a model as well. Yes. <laughs> own it, girl. Own it. <laughs> own it. Own it. I'm a model. <laughs> Can you speak to that? What What brought you into the world of modeling, and what is that? Talk to us about it. Um. Okay, so I won't get long-winded, but I, I've been interested, just like art's been a part of my life, I've always been interested in modeling. Um, modeling and acting, and I got started in, in Atlanta. And um, I have been pursuing it, just doing fashion shows and different things like that. And that that was also something that I I always I've dealt with um, low self low self esteem and my confidence level wasn't high at all as a child and through and through my school years. And I noticed when I did let go of the fear to try my first fashion show, it was nerve wracking, but I enjoyed it. And people were looking at me like, oh, my gosh. So it really helped boost my confidence and my self-esteem. And I felt so good in that moment that I wanted to continue doing it. And so then um, I finally got the opportunity. I've always been submitting to agencies, like, through the years. And then 
I finally got um, a call back probably like a year and a half ago. No, no, last, I'm sorry, in April of 2014. And uh, last year, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm moving to New York. Me and Asia have always wanted to live here. Like, we had plans to just be roomies and just, you know, just live it out in New York. And so I was just, I'm just going to do it. And I did it last November, and I came up, um, signed to an agency, um, and that's another part. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, and the Growth Manifesto, like I was saying before, it's helped me grow a lot because the things that we put out there, I'll, I'll read what um, Asia writes on the blog. I'll read or the different posts that we put on Facebook and Instagram, and it really helps me stay encouraged and motivated, and it's helped me grow. And so it's, it's helped my confidence level even more to move forward with things. And seeing how she's always taken – put her foot out there and take chances. That's why I knew I had to take this chance of moving to New York. Even though I was I was so scared, I was so frightened, but I did it and had I not done it, I don't I don't know. I don't know where, what would be going on right now, but I knew I had to. So Thanks that's for manifesto. Yes. yes, and that's such a beautiful story because I tell people all the time that you can't wait until you're not afraid to do it. Like people think that that's what it is—that they're going to sit around and wait, you know, for courage to strike them. But it's when you do it and you take that action, and then you're like, "Oh, it's a muscle that you're building up that courage muscle." Is that what what it felt like for you? Yeah, exactly. It really did because, like. I, in my head, I had the encouragement. I had the encouragement from Asia. I had the encouragement from my family. Some people were a little scared, but I was just like, you know what? The worst that can happen is I'll come home, you know? So I just like, I'll, I'll go. And it definitely built up my, my muscle because now I'm not afraid to do a lot of things that I have on my plate that I want to do and I want to try and shoot for. And so it, it's making me almost fearless. I guess I could say just fearless, not almost, but I'm fearless. I, I, <laughs> feel like it has it has helped that fear that that muscle yeah definitely and you know I have a new definition for fear Abiola we've all heard the one where it's false evidence appear, appearing real uh, our new definition is feeling excited and ready so if you have that feeling inside you know you're on to something if you're not fearful it's because you've done something a million times if you're le if you're living on your leading edge it's always going to be that little bit of tension, that uncomfortableness, that that nervousness, that excitement, really. Yeah. I love that. Feeling excited and ready. That yeah. is beautiful. I love, love, love that. Because so often, you know, when you're a kid, like, you really can't tell the difference between fear or excitement. And sometimes, you know, then we get socialized in one way that adults say, you know, you know, well, don't be nervous. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm scared, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so feeling the, what does it say it again? Feeling yeah. excited and ready. Beautiful. Okay, so you both have a question coming in from Anika. Anika says, hello, beautiful people. How do you align awareness slash energy to what we, what we do as opposed to what we don't want? Okay, so I think, oh, what we do want as opposed to what we don't want. Are there routines that you practice to clear the mind from manifestations, mantras, yoga, meditation, etc.? Beautiful question. Perfect question. Yeah, I'll start this one off, and Shanda, chime in with anything that you do. But I find that there's an epidemic of people talking about what they don't want to happen. And even some affirmations that aren't worded correctly, the root word 
is something you're afraid of or something you're fearful of. And so for me, the, the morning and the evening times are times when your brain's the most receptive. And so I really try to start my day out with some positive affirmation. And it can be from the Conscious Creator app. It can be something that you have thought about. But I really stress talking more about everything you want to come in rather than what is bothering you or ignoring you or, or what you're fighting against. I would just flip that coin and and really train your mind. And it is training. It's just repetitive action of, okay, that's coming up for me. That's actually not true. I'm not going to I'm not going to add fuel to that thought and let it take off, but rather I'm going to pick this thought. And so, I mean, just repetitive action and, and catching yourself when you're the most receptive are what has really led to my transformation. And well, for me, it's it's really the, uh, what clears my mind um, is prayer, uh, staying. That's a big a big part of my life is uh, is prayer in in a form of meditation. Um, and when I feel something negative come in, I learn to start. Um, which I took this practice, I believe, from uh, Asia, and I also learned it uh, somewhere else is to write things over and over. Um, and I'll take like whatever I'm thinking about or whatever I'm afraid of and I'll put it in the positive and so I'll write that affirmation over and over and over again. And I'll just really focus on that and try to clear out the negative. Um, and to learn to really think about what I do want as opposed to what I don't. And I forgot the secret ingredient. It is always gratitude. And yep. so, Another one. yeah, remember the why. Remember what you want. Remember what you're calling in. But remember to be grateful for what you have in this moment. And it's just like a friend. If you're grateful for them, they're going to be, they're going to want to be there more for you. And so that energy is the same way, you know. Having that gratitude practice is huge. If that was like one of the one things I could tell people, it would be to cultivate your gratitude muscle. Talk about what you're grateful for. There's a really powerful quote that I heard recently and it said it was basically like what if you only could experience what you were grateful for today tomorrow. So if you went a whole day without expressing gratitude for anything, tomorrow you wouldn't have it. So that day I was grateful for every single thing I could think of. My toenails, my tea bag, oh, like everything. So <laughs> that, that really that helped me to up my ante with my gratitude game. Yeah, I've started doing that too, like being, first start the day off with gratitude, that's a practice I've started, and I, I totally could tell the difference, like when I don't, like if I miss a day just for whatever reason, I overslept and I'm rushing out the door, I'll even still give uh, gratitude and thanks at work, but I do my best to try to start the day with gratitude. I think that that's so important. All of the things that you shared are really important, you know, self-care tools to me, like very important basic daily self-care, you know, nurturing your vibration, nurturing, staying in the space of, you know, what it is that you do want. Like you said, the, the gratitude in the morning, gratitude at night, you know, I think both of those times are, are great times to, you know, there's no such thing as too much gratitude. I think also having positive people around you that can mirror that or, you know, tools like vision boards or like Anika mentioned, you know, mantras, yoga, meditation, you know, various things that can soften, you know, the baggage that we bring to the table. Because we've all got, you know, we've got stuff we bring. We've got stuff. So you just want to just be able to soften the vibration around it. So I think having friends who can 
mirror back to you, you know, the positive and not necessarily go into, oh my God, my day sucks. Here are all the things that are wrong with me, which we tend to do as a society, which you can say, what are all the things that are right with you in your life right now, which makes a big shift, a big shift. What does the next 12 months look like for the Girlfriend Manifesto? Well, we're actually excited to talk about something new that will have the full information in January, but we're calling it TGM Adventures. And they're basically weekend travel excursions for a woman on the rise. And you know you're a woman on the rise if you want to connect with like-minded people, if you're a spiritpreneur, if you want to go see someplace new. We, we both found that travel and adventure have been hugely heart-opening, connecting for us and so we want to give other women in any age range that opportunity to come together and also leave with a completed manifesto. You asked us about our mantra or who we are and that's, I mean, we're the Girlfriend Manifesto so we do believe that every woman should have a bill of rights for her life. She should have a set of statements and principles that is kind of like her true north that's guiding her and so that's going to be a part of the weekend also. Oh, I think that's going to be awesome. If you need a travel guru on that, just let me know because there's an amazing woman that I met recently that I connected with who I'm going to be help. She's going to help me plan some retreats. And so if you need, let yeah. me know. That is pretty cool. And Shanda, what is your vision like within these uh, the retreats and everyone leaving with their own manifesto, so to speak? Um, we just we want everyone to leave with the manifesto and new friends. You know, hopefully, you know, people will be able to connect. And um, we do have a few things planned um, for us all to like come together as a group and just um, and just have a good time together. So I, I really hope it, it it connects people and forms new friendships. And um, you know, so everybody can take home an extra friend. We all could use extra friends. We can. So, speaking of which, how can women make friends? How can grown adult women who are finished with their education, those of us who don't go to, you know, because people say, well, I can make a friend through a workplace, and you're not in a workplace. You're, you know, working with yourself. How can people make friends? Give us that advice. I have a cute little story that I want to share, and, and sorry, to, I just was like, pick me, pick me. Yes. Um, I do know these moon circles, and we're actually having one tonight, and we were going around in a circle, and we were sharing, and one of the girls couldn't remember the other girl's name, and she said her name, and she just looked at her, and she said, can we be friends? And it was the cutest moment, but I know that that not, might not work in a workplace, but I think... So energetically, I'm all about energy in my life, and you give away the thing you most want to have. And so if you're not going anyplace new, if you're not introducing yourself to people, if you're not being a friend, it's going to be hard to make friends. Um, I'm one of those people who is uh, an introvert. I have an introvert card, and I move around a lot, but I've never had trouble making friends, and it's always because... I've given the thing away that I want back. And so I think it just takes a little finessing, like where do you like to go? You know, how would you want someone to come up to you and then giving that back out into the world? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Did you want to add something, Shanda? And I was just gonna say I know as far as myself, I've been the same kind of like Asia. I've it's easy for it's always been easy for me to make friends. Um, and I think it's just a matter of if I know some, sometimes people pull back and it's hard, 
Um, but it's, it's kind of like at a point where you just have to let go. It's that fear, um, maybe of rejection. It could be anything. But it's just, it's just, if, because uh, I know it's so hard for some people. Um, but I think it's just taking that step to just speak to someone. Like Aisha said, kind of finding that balance. Like, oh, where do you like to go? You could kind of feel if, if someone wants to, um, to speak to you or to become your friend or have that same energy as you. But you never know. A lot of times, nine times out of ten, that person wanted to speak to you too, and they're just afraid, just like you. And so once you once that, that line has been crossed or the ice has been broken, it just, it just happens. It just magically happens. <laughs> and if you are a female and you're looking for a friend, join a woman's group. Find a woman's group that has a mission, whether it be a woman's group empowering you in business, a woman's group that's focused on the moon. A woman's group is a great place to meet a bunch of amazing women who sort of have their guard down and they're they're approachable and you get to share and bonds are made really quickly. So, I mean, that's that's totally changed my life is giving myself that sisterhood and plugging myself into things that are already taking place in a huge way that I've like been able to be, be supported in the way that I was really seeking. Yeah, and also meetup groups. Sorry, last thing, meetup groups too. Just like with the women's group, there's you can find meetup groups that are similar. Like so, for me, my goal is this week is to go to an illustration and sketch night. So you know, find things that you that you enjoy, and maybe there's always free events and free things going on, free meetup groups in your area, and then you know, take that moment to just like your heart may be beating, but just just Speak to someone, and you never know what can happen. That conversation just will flow out of you. I think that that was good girlfriend advice. <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> goddess advice. That's exactly the, what I was going to say. You know, go where go where your people are. If you're into illustration, join a meetup with illustrators. If you're into, you know, Hay House books, go to the Hay House oh. I Can Do It Summit. Go where your tribe is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well said. Okay, so now tell us about this free book, this free uh, gift that you have you're offering people. Yeah, it's called The Girlfriend's Guide to Adventure. And one thing that me and Shanda sat down and did when we were thinking about The Girlfriend Manifesto is I think there's so much power in doing something you've never done and getting out of your comfort zone. You create this space, and this space can be filled with whatever you want it to be filled with. And so we wanted people to think about it, not necessarily in terms of a bucket list, because that kind of has like a, not a negative connotation, but we wanted it also not to be something huge. Like one of Shanda's things was she really wanted to milk a cow. And one of mine was I wanted to go 24 hours without complaining. And so these are little mini adventures that you can take in your town, in your city, in this moment. And so we wanted to give that gift to all women and we wanted to also give a guide like how do you how do you come up with these things how do you come up with the idea and also on our website it has the whole list of all of the adventures that we we've done some of them and some of them we're still doing we think it's important to infuse your life with these little magic field trips you can you could take at any point yep yeah you're such adventuristas that's what you are <laughs> and it encourages other people like people close to you. It encourages them to to um, to do to do the same thing. And then it encourages the next person, the next person, the next person, you know. So it's very encouraging. 
It is. It really is. Like when you see someone, like one of um, someone who I am, you know, socially friends with. That she just ran the marathon, and just even just looking at her Instagram and seeing her training for the marathon and doing, like, I feel so pumped up and so encouraged by that. So you don't know, you know, you seeing you milk the cow, even when you just said that, because my grandparents on both sides are farmers, and I've never milked a cow. I need to add that to my list. It's going to be an adventure for all three of us. I love it. Yes, a cow, a cow uh, milking adventure. Yeah. <laughs> where are you based? You're in Atlanta? I'm in New York. I was in Atlanta, though, but I'm in New York now. Okay, so Shanda, you're in New York. Are you both in New York? No, I'm actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So the only time we've lived together, we've had like this long distance sisterhood and it, it hurts. But we lived, we went to, when I was in Atlanta, it was art school time. And so we lived together for a bit. That's how we, that's how we got to know each other. Oh, very cool. I was in Chattanooga a really long time ago, like maybe around like 2004 or something like that. I was driving across country and they had the best pancakes at this restaurant, diner, place that we went to, we had a choo-choo train. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's right downtown, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was so good. <laughs> so maybe when it gets warm next summer, maybe you will come visit New York. There are a lot of dairy farms upstate, and the three of us will go on a milking, cow milking. Yes, yes. definitely. I yes, a date for like May, like I need it to be really warm, like March yeah. is day. Yeah. yeah, let's do it when it's warm for sure. Yes. <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. And so how do people get that free gift? So all they have to do is go to our website, which I believe is in this little box, and you scroll down a little bit, and it just says join the sisterhood. And basically it just means that you're going to get love letters from us. You're going to get updates about the stuff that we've talked about, um, and you'll also get the free gift. Awesome. Well, before we go, I would love for you each to share... Uh, just what your your personal soul care is that if someone is watching and she's like you know it's easy for them they're both beautiful they're both well spoken they're both educated they have so much going for them what do you do when you're afraid when you're depressed when you're you know sad how do you what's your your self care and your soul care that you can share for me it would definitely like I said again um, I get into a prayer mode and I, I'm really that's that helps me my spirit um, um, I, yeah, uh, staying focused on, on that and just knowing that everything's going to be okay. Like, I really focus on positive and uplifting myself. <laughs> so I have to take a moment, like, okay, no, Shanda, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to get better. And and just encouraging myself, and um, that helps me because, I, I, I mean, being up here, I've gotten in my moments of being alone, those feelings of being alone. And I, I, I used to go to depression when I was younger, but I, I vowed to never get back in that, that area. Um, and so it's always been self-encouragement for me and prayer and, and talking to my family and friends. So and, and, of course, prayer includes meditation as well, um, but just really just trying to stay focused on what my goals and what my, um, my dreams are, my aspirations. Beautiful, beautiful. And Aisha, before you uh, you start to tell us yours, Shanda, can you meanwhile, in the meanwhile, uh, just pull up the actual girlfriend manifesto so that you can read it for our audience? Yeah, definitely. Aisha, please share with us. Yeah, I think what is really coming up for me is that I've learned to ask for help. And so I ask the wise woman inside me, what she needs. I ask God, I ask the universe, and I see what comes. Sometimes I just have to pull myself up 
I feel better. I think that there's so much power in vulnerability, and that's that's been a huge movement, you know, with the Brene Brown and with the really just showing people what's going on instead of being like, I'm this strong, stoic woman, and I can never be sad, is really just feeling your emotions. I think it's actually it's a combination of our our perceived thoughts about what what this means and also that we are so strong that we don't ever need anybody and so I've really let myself be like oh man I'm sad okay what can I do for myself in the moment is it yoga is it just some deep breaths is it calling someone to say hey can you listen and so I've learned how to ask and I've also learned that there's so much magic that shows up when you when you are humble and vulnerable in that moment Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. I know that someone was impacted by this conversation today. Shanda, will you share with us what the actual girlfriend manifesto is? And your eyes, we're losing your eyes. We only see your beautiful teeth. <laughs> and I've got part of it too, Shanda, if you don't okay. have <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I had to plug in my phone. Um, uh, okay. So I will start and... Um, I will honor my sisterhood with the gift of listening and witnessing without needing to fix. I will show up in my truth moment to moment, no matter what that looks like. I will remind myself that I will remind myself that growth is not always pretty, and I lovingly embrace the messy nature of the wild woman I am. I will keep the space sacred and safe and not gossip or reveal anything that is shared in confidence or in circle. I will make adventure and play a priority in my life. My future self depends on it. I will make friends with my fears and the state of being uncomfortable because the edge is where all the magic, unicorns, and mermaids play. It is also where my big, juicy dreams reside. I will see the beauty in adventures, big and small, for every moment is what creates my life. Do you have more, Shanda, or shall I keep going? You can keep going. Okay, well, there's just a few more. I won't share all of them. Uh, we also have a video on our YouTube channel where we got 13 goddesses, and they're all saying a line of this, and it turned out so beautiful that I get goosebumps every time I see it. So... These these are some of the manifest these are some of the I guess guidelines or statements that make up the girlfriend manifesto and I'll just share one or two more. I will bring ritual into my life as a means to deepen every experience or enliven any goal. I will honor the wisdom of my female body and get to know the divine feminine that is connected to all things. And this last one's a repeat after me. So you guys want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, you ladies. Repeat after me. There is wisdom that can only be accessed through. There is wisdom that can only be accessed through. Dance, chocolate, and orgasm. Dance, chocolate, and orgasm. Yeah. Use them as often as you desire. <laughs> Use them as often as you desire. Woo! <laughs> yes. That is luscious and juicy and sacred feminine energy and I got chills through the Ooh. reading of the entire thing so thank you to both of you um, do you, you want to add anything before we close um, I, just, I, was thinking, 
I just wanted to thank you, Abiola, for interviewing us. It's an honor to us, and we were fearful in the best way in our new definition of it. We we're feeling excited and ready for this. And to any woman who is watching who wants to get in contact with us, you can find us on our website. And just thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Abiola. I really, we both really appreciate this opportunity. It's like it was, it was so great. And you're so beautiful. And <laughs> That tuned in. We thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to meeting up with you all or connecting with you either on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, Pinterest, uh, all the social media platforms. And hopefully, one day we'll see you at a girlfriend Man uh, the Girlfriend Manifesto adventure. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Ashanda. Thank you to your community, your incredible community that is growing by the minute. I feel it. I feel the energy in the air sparking around the girlfriend manifesto. Yes. <laughs> and may we all have grand adventures, bigger, better, juicier, and be grateful for each and every one of them along the way. Thank you, my sisters. Have a beautiful day. And thank you for all of my sacred bombshells, all of my spiritpreneurs, all of the girlfriends. The sacred bombshell in me sees, adores, and accepts the sacred bombshell in you. Happy vibration raising. Thank you. Happy 11-11, everybody. Bye. Yay.